0: Can you describe the situation that our solar system is going through from the perspective of the Nordics?
1: They know that the giants are awakening. And they had a type of relationship with these giants. The way I see it is that they used to work with these giants as messengers of some sort so they were a type of messengers to people like similar to what they do to me so i started putting that in perspective and i was like wow you know um probably the angel that visited samson's mom or angels that visited different people in the bible can it be that um these were Nordics, or you know, different angelic beings that visited different people to guide them, to 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 talk to them, to to give them a message of what to do next. And I thought about that, and I, I they're they're like, they're like, they look, like, were guiding me, and also while i was there i was getting information telepathically they were telepathically communicating with me that there was another giant waking up in slovenia so they told me that information during what was happening in this trip back and forth i want people to understand that this this what happened with me what well, it has nothing to do with the military that well, this experience happened separate. So not a lot of people know about the situation that happened with me in the
0: military. You're listening to ExoPolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. So I want to welcome JP back to ExoPolitics today. Uh, JP, well, well, thank you for coming and uh, sharing some really interesting information about some contact experiences you had with uh, some Nordic extraterrestrials. Welcome back to the show.
1: How are you doing, Doc? Um, I'm glad to be to your show, share this information. Let's go. Let's do this.
0: All right. Well, uh, we first began communicating back in 2008 when you told me about a group of Nordic extraterrestrials that you had a contact experience with, and you've had experiences with them on and off over the years, and so you just recently had another experience with them where you had a telepathic communication. So why don't you tell us what what, what happened?
1: Um, I live really close to Alabama. And there's open places around here that these particular ships, they come in and out and they land. There's a lot of farmlands here where I live. I was driving back from work. And in the distance, I saw a ship. And it landed like behind this, this fence It landed. And I look behind me and I see no traffic. I look in front of me, there's no traffic. So I'm like, wow, they timed it really good. So I parked my car on the side, locked it. I ran across the road, and I was looking at the ship. And then uh, my mind just went blank. And I opened my eyes and I was in the ship
0: already. Can you tell us about the shape of the ship?
1: It looks like a particular, UFO um that people all around the world they see it was in um it was bluish in color but metallic it had a a hatch that comes down like a ramp and i yeah it, it looks like a one of those regular UFOs that people see but when i crossed the road and i closed my eyes and i opened my eyes i ended up inside the ship
0: And what do you remember about being inside the ship?
1: I remember being strapped on, sitting down. I remember seeing a Nordic looking, being dressed up as with military, kind of like a a jumpsuit, but really tight. Having, I think it it was a couple of years ago that I I showed you a picture of a being, a a Nordic with, with a, with a um, symbol that they had in their chest. They had that same symbol.
0: And is this the same Nordic? Because I know it, you, you described 2018, I think it was, that meeting that, that Nordic in Orlando that wanted to take you up and you you didn't go on the ship. Is it is it a same one or different one?
1: This is that same Nordic, but it's also a Nordic that picked me up in Brazil that i remember there was a total of 3 inside the ship and 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 it's kind of because i i don't know their name i know them by face but i remember the 2018 nordic and i remember the brazilian um nordic that also picked me up so they were sitting down the one that had the military uniform was in the middle of the ship moving his hands around and i i i think that's the way they maneuver also the ships and all that you can clearly see everybody in the room telepathically talking with each other. See, there's some there, there, there's something I want the public to know. Okay, telepathic communication. See, if if people study what is how how quantum entanglement works, right? And the study of that, and understand that our brain is made of neurons that flashes on and off. See. It, i don't know if i could say this but i'm gonna say it there's certain military people that can have a technique of telepathic communication that they're they already use we already use um there's a technique that we use for telepathic communication doc and i think people should know this technique so i'm going to share with you also a certain technique how to telepathic Communicate with each other. You can try it with your spouse. You could try it with anybody you know that you trust. And this technique that they telepathically communicate with is you 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 flash you, you look eye to eye contact. Right. Once you have eye to eye contact, you shut your eyes. You open up. You shut your eyes. You open up, and you picture when you shut your eyes. You picture what you want to send to the other person. So you close your eyes, you picture, and then you send it to the other person. The other person will receive it and automatically will turn it into whatever words their brain will pick up by pictures. So there's something about this technique, but you have to have a meditative state of mind. You got to clear your mind so fast, but it works. I I want people to try this. At home, this technique—you close your eyes hard, you picture it, you open it, and you have a, eye contact. Once you have this eye contact with the other person, people can pick it up. It, it's an exercise, you know. There's a type. is an exercise. It, it's like every any other exercise, you know. You got to keep doing it until you receive it, receive the messages and all that. So yeah, um, telepathic communication and mechanically. People are already building a type of telepathic by moving things where their m- waves of mind moving stuff, you know, um, by connecting with their neurons and their brains. So it's kind of interesting, that type of communication. And I really want to share the public techniques, different techniques, how to develop that, because I think people can develop it like fast if they share that technique. And we use it in the military sometimes. So... We went up, right, and I could see Earth already really small, and there was more ships with us, same shape following us, and when I looked, I closed my eyes, I opened my eyes, we're already out of our solar system, not solar system, our, you know, Earth and Moon, that that part. We started seeing, like, we started heading out from Earth and the Moon, right? And I started seeing uh, ships that looked the same way. And these ships were following us. And then, in between these ships, there was a large ship that looked like similar to a more more, but like a, 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 a like a submarine shape cigar shaped ship. And then from the distance, I already could see I already could see Jupiter. You could see Jupiter getting bigger and bigger and And now was. That 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 is really really good in my memory that I saw that. So we visited Ganymede, and we started dropping off these these type of instruments that they have for communication, and also for like type of medicines. I don't like I don't really know what kind of stuff they were taking to these certain places that we were going. But we also went to the moon. Europa. That was quite
0: interesting. Well, before you tell us about Europa, maybe just explain a little bit more about Ganymede, because I know you told us uh, about a, a mission you had w- with uh, Space Command to Ganymede, where there were different extraterrestrial visitors and bases there, and you were part, part of the Space Command now, you you went with the Nordics as part of their convoy, a convoy of of craft that were dropping things off to who? Who were they dropping the things off to? Was it to Space Command up there on Ganymede? It was
1: uh, to other ETs. So, yeah, we were dropping off to a, a, an area of Ganymede that I, I never went to. It was the bottom part. I think I sent you a map of these parts that I went to like a year a year ago and we visited but i stayed inside the ship but i saw the hatch go down they went down and i was just feeling numb i was just everything was like cloudy everything was like i was looking around and analyzing the ship analyzed the what was happening and i was saying to myself what's going on you know why am i here and i was getting like like flashes in my eyes flashes in my eyes when when I was in in space and all that and I got ear problems now um I my eyes hurt sometimes at night but it was um quite interesting
0: okay so they wanted you to see this they wanted you to see that they were dropping off supplies to some other ET group on Ganymede, did they give you a reason for why they wanted you to see that? They want me, I guess, to understand that
1: the Nordics are working with us and they're doing what they're doing because they want to help in our solar system and other solar systems that are going through type of the same situation.
0: But can you describe the situation that our solar system is going through from the perspective of the Nordics?
1: They know that the giants are awakening and they had a type of relationship with these giants. The way I see it is that they used to work with these giants as messengers of some sort. So they were a type of messengers to people like similar to what they do to me. So I started putting that in perspective and I was like, wow, you know, um, probably the angel that visited Samson's mom or angels that visited different people in the Bible. Can it be that um, these were Nordics or, you know, different angelic beings that visited different people to guide them to 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 talk to them to to give them a message of what to do next and i thought about that and i, I they're they're like we're guiding me and also while i was there i was getting information telepathically they were telepathically communicating with me that there was another giant waking up in slovenia so they told me that information during what was happening in this trip back and forth. I want people to understand that this this what happened with me. What it has nothing to do with the military. That, what, what, what this experience happened separate. So not a lot of people know about the situation that happened with me in the military.
0: Well, we like know. Well, we we know from your your military missions that you went to that location in Florida and you saw the sleeping giant there in Florida. But Mm -hmm. now the Nordics are telling you that there's another sleeping giant that's awakening in Slovenia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And And that they used to work with the giants many thousands of years ago when the giants, I guess, were like, openly interacting or on the surface of of, of the planet
1: mm-hmm. and they used to pick up people and they used to show them things that they didn't understand they used to pick up leaders of different tribes or different places and they used to help out um with humanity um how how to move forward and it was quite informative and interesting what happened because they told me About this giant, other giant that was awakening over there in Slovenia. And I, they were telepathically telling me that, hey, there's going to be another place. There's going to be another giant awakening and you might be going there and you might be part of a mission and I might be going somewhere else for another mission. So they're already preparing me of what I was going to be doing.
0: Now I think it's it's helpful to point out here that you've been having contacts with the Nordics since two thousand and eight, and you know your involvement with the u s military only began at the well sorry, uh, uh, you you joined the u s military, signed up at the end of uh, two thousand and nineteen. um and I, I was going over some of our old uh, contact notes when we uh, were talking. And in 2017, you, you actually said that the Nordics were telling the US military to kind of like look out for you, to like not to, to make sure that you weren't in any way harmed or, or mistreated because they were working with you. And that this this is what one of the reasons the military wanted you to to join.
1: Yeah, um, the Nordic that is dressed with that uniform, that he really protective. He was really protective of me. He was saying, "Stay in the ship, um, don't come out. We'll do this, but keep observing." And I just kept observing. I kept observing what they were doing, how they're finding the ships, um, how they're. It, it's kind of ch- interesting because they never give me their names they never give me their name um and you know i've been having this contact for the longest time with these guys and one of the guys i used to work w- for with in these missions was um shen and lovent i don't know if you remember these guys but they used to come with me in some of these missions and shen i remember telling you that he passed away remember and lovent keep kept you know visiting me and You know, we kept doing, but I haven't heard about these guys since um, in a long time that they used to go with these missions with me. Um, But now these missions to Ganymede and and they tell me about Slovenia, they said that these giants and the soldiers that are in Slovenia, they have this technology that is really, really different that they're going to share soon with the earth. So that that was also quite interesting, them telling me that information.
0: Can you say a little bit more about this army protecting this giant in Slovenia?
1: It's a different race. They're from the inner earth, and they're there to protect this particular king. And they told me about that this is near the Pico Mountain. And that's the only place that they told me. And that this giant also has a beard that wraps around his neck and wraps around his body and that he was going to wake up soon i don't know when he's going to wake up but they told me that soon he was going to wake up but the army is already woken up and it's already like doing the recon of of the place around and making sure that it's ready for
0: him to wake up so can you say a little bit now about uh, Enki, you had something to say about the the Nordics were telling you about Enki. Can you say anything about that?
1: Yes. The reason why these giants are awakening and started awakening is because when Enki came to the solar system, he also activated something with with these giants. Now I'm not sure if it was because of the situation, what happened with Elena. But when these giants wake up, they're going to have a a type of power that people won't understand how they have it or why they use it. And people are going to see him as an authority. And a lot of people are going to say, I told you so, you know, but we also have the arcs, you know, that are activating around the world and around of solar system. And it's not only our solar system going through this situation. So, yeah, that's the information I have, Doc.
0: Can Can you remember... I don't know if
1: that's it, informative, but I'm trying to be careful what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want
0: to... I, I just wanted to kind of like just to clarify, when it came to Enki, I mean, the, the, the Nordics, they communicated with you while you're on the ship, that these giants are waking up because of Enki. I mean, they told you that on this ship. Is that when you learned about it from them? Yeah, they told me that. Okay, well, that's very important because that supports what Elena Danan was saying, that uh, Enki has returned and that because of his return, uh, he's having an effect on these giants sleeping Anunnaki scientists that are waking up it's, also a, it's, that- a,
1: it's a communication that everything has with these beings and I and I know people are feeling happy now. you know the, we got Christmas coming. it's like it's like a good time. What's happening now is really good. We got a lot of good vibes going on, you know, a lot of love going on and it's interesting that it's happening around where, when it's getting cold you know, December, and all this is happening. But they were telling me that the activating of these giants is because there was a a force, there was a, a, a strength that entered the solar system. And I'm sure that that strength, that force, was inky when he came in and he addressed his presence, Doc. is, His presence is overwhelming. So everything feels it. It's hard to explain. It's like it's everywhere. It's connected to everything. So everything knows. I don't know why it's like that, but everything knows about his presence. So that's kind of cool.
0: That is. That's really important. And just acknowledging that the Nordics have been working with the Giants and presumably with Enki for thousands of years. And so it's no big deal for them to to kind of like work with these beings that are now waking up.
1: Yeah, and these nordics were probably the angels that everybody were talking about. That's what I'm trying to get to. I don't know how people are going to see this in, in different kind of religion or you know, see see this in different ways, but there were there these nordics were around thousands of years ago helping people out. And they were getting ordered by, by Inky to do these different, you know, tasks. And there's a lot of them because when we went, when we left, I saw dozens of these ships following us. So I don't know if they're carrying more people with them that has the same thing that I do. It's not only me. I know deep inside that it's not only me and all these people coming out with these beautiful stories about these beautiful experiences. Is gonna be a lot more coming out. I know it, and these people coming out with their experience in the in the programs, and you know, it, it's quite interesting when when people have these experience. Doc, they change. People change. People, you you change. You see the world different. You you see the world in color when you have these experience, and I and, and I know people can can relate to that when they had the, the these experience, and when they telepathically communicate with these beautiful beings and, and and they go into the ship and you, you're you physically there like it's like entering to your car turning it on with your key turning on the radio and you're there you you feel it you 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 are there so when people have these experiences, and then sometimes when you have these experiences people know and they they will visit you and they will tell you hey do not share this story we know what you're going through you get threatened And and that's what was happening now, Doc. A lot of people are getting threatened not to share these stories, but people are not giving a shit no more. People are going to start sharing these stories and this is going to get out and the world is going to know about what's happening and what's hidden and why are we hiding this? You know, why are we still hiding what is UFO or UAPs if everybody knows already what it is? You know, um this situation is gonna get fishy, it's gonna get nutty, you know. I had a friend that texted me and he told me that this situation is gonna get nutty, and I really believe that because a lot of people don't want this information to come out, but it, it's coming out, doc. It's coming out, it's coming out on the news, it's coming out in different by different sources, and people are really getting into it right now. People are understanding what is happening. They're feeling it. You can feel it. You can go outside and, and meditate two or five or 10 minutes, and you can feel the presence of all these beings if you've been through these situations and these experiences. And even people that haven't been through these experiences, they're going through different dreams. They're having more dreams. They're having more communication. And it's going to come a time that everybody's going to be connected, Doc. That's what I believe.
0: Exciting times. Definitely. We're living in those. So after the Nordics took you to Ganymede and and you witnessed stuff being transferred from this convoy of Nordic spacecraft, you then, the next um, moon was Europa. You want to tell us what happened there? So when we were in Ganymede and
1: we were dropping these equipment and this stuff right we went we we left we we got picked up and we left right and we kept we kept going around and then i i saw jupiter and you could feel you could feel the magnetic field of jupiter you can feel the present the gravity of jupiter you know and we we went around jupiter and then i thought we were going back home but then we went back and we saw a bright moon i saw a bright moon. And I asked, hey, which moon is that? I talked it. And they talked back. They they said, it's Europa. They talk with an accent. I don't know what language they speak, but the, the Nordics, they speak with an accent. Similar to uh, a Jamaican accent, but a little bit more it, it, between Spanish and Jamaican accent. But it's, it's kind of cool um, that they spoke back. They didn't. Um telepathically talked to me. And they went around, and then we we circled around the moon, and they told me that it was Europa. and it, it, everybody knows that Europa is an icy moon. I'm like, well, what the hell are we doing here? You know what do we have here? You know that got that that really interested me. And I saw that everybody lined up, all the ships lined up, and they were facing to this crater. But this crater that Europa had, it goes in into a slant and it keeps going in to like a, a big big cave cavern or or like a tunnel type of thing and it's surrounded by ice and we started going into the crater gravity got strong we sat down gravity got strong and we got into the crater it curved up and we saw the ocean the beautiful ocean that europa has and then in the distance of the ocean it was so bright and beautiful you could see like cities of skyscrapers of white icy looking skyscrapers and you can see the roads that are made like of uh the road was made of like a golden sparkle gold golden sparkle and you can see different kind of flying crafts going left to right and later on i'm gonna try to draw i took a couple pictures but i don't know if i can share these pictures with you doc so, I'm gonna ask to see if I can send these pictures to you. It's quite interesting. It's so I, you see the city in the distance, and you see the the skyscrapers of ice and the city. You can see ships going left to right of the same kind. And we stopped and they parked, like, like in a. It had like um. It, it looked like grass. But it was white grass. It looked, yeah, it's white grass. Like, it's a plant that looks white. So, I don't know if they were a type of uh, fungi, or but it, whatever it was, it smelled good. It smelled like, like, like roses, and and mint mixed in together. So, a rose and a mint. You you smell. That's what you smell. And it smelled like like you could taste honey in the in the atmosphere you could taste like when you breathe in you could taste the candy you can taste the honey so that was really pleasant it was really amazing and you see all these ships coming down parking all you can see it one by one one by one they were l- like parking next to each other and parking and they told me to step out to step out from the ship and i thought I was going to die with, with coldness, with, you know, freezing. Um, But no, it was um, 70, around 70 degrees, in between 65 and 70 degrees. And you could feel wind coming from the tunnel in, coming from the cavern in. and, And you can hear, you can hear the ice of Europa moving like a boom, boom. Well, I think they use the ice that moves on the surface, and they use that as energy to to help the city, the lighting, and and to help the city. So they use the the movement of the ice of the moon to create energy and to to give power. And that's where they're telling me that this sound that I was hearing. But it was like a deep, deep, deep like like you can hear it, and I'll probably go crazy if I live there and didn't hear that, doc, but that's that's what I was hearing. you you lived in Hawaii. I don't know how those those um
0: those uh, <laughs> cokey frogs, roosters.
1: so <laughs> you get used to it, right? So I, I I imagine that you know they they get used to that sound it's so it's like like a deep womb sound so i was hearing that and it was it was dazing me up it was meditating me like it was a sound that it was a low tone that you feel in the inside and it was like womb. And you feel it and everybody's like feeling it and the nordic looked at me and he was like he smiled like do you feel that i'm like oh yeah i feel that that's kind of cool and then I was feeling the, the taste of the honey, of the atmosphere. And I was smelling the rolls with mint. And everything was, like, feeling good. Like, oh, yeah, this is not this is awesome. So we went so, into
0: this. Yeah. So you, you saw the city in this giant cavern under yeah. the ice. So, under, so the yeah. ship went into the cavern under the ice. And there's this huge city there and you you got the ice and the so where's the ocean can you see the ocean from the city you can see the ocean you can see the
1: the ocean in distance the ice goes down and it goes into the ocean but you can see you can see the ocean moving the ocean is like a dark blue beautiful color like dark blue in the distance it turns dark like the, ocean, the the ice meets the ocean and it just turns dark, but the cavern is so big, so huge that you don't, you don't feel it. Like, and everything is, is everything is like, um uh, like when you wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and you see the sun rising like that type of light, but the cities were really bright. So that energy that the cities were receiving was from the ice moving. And creating that movement creates uh, like, yeah, that energy that they they receive. So I, I asked the Nordic, hey, was this always here? What is this place? I never heard about this place. He said. That, yes, this place was always here, but it just got activated now. And he also he brought Inky again. I got activated when Inky came. So I was like, "What the heck? Like this shit was always here." He says, "Yeah, you guys are one of the first ones humans in thousands of years that have come here." So I'm like, "Whoa!" I felt special. I felt like that's awesome. Um, I said, oh, "You had other humans that used to visit here?" He says, "Yeah, we had." a lot of humans that used to visit here and we used to share information and bring them back to earth. I'm like, Whoa. Okay. So that's interesting. And they told me also that this moon moves. It, it, it only been, it only been about around Jupiter for a couple hundred thousands of years. And that they say that this particular moon is like our moon. It, It can move. They can move it anywhere they want using the same same movement of the ice. It moves the, the, the moon wherever they want.
0: So they just wanted you to see this giant city that was activated by Enki's return.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. They had a major library doc that had information of our solar system and other solar systems that are close in this moon. They had information like a library, that's where they were telling me that they had a library that had information of the solar system and other solar systems. And this is going to tie in with the interview I'm going to give you uh, next about the mission
0: I had. Okay, we'll talk about that in in the, in another interview. So, anything more you want to share about Europa before we kind of like start wrapping up this interview?
1: It was a peaceful place. That's one. I felt that they've been there for a long time, a long time. If you see, if you see these these skyscrapers that connects to the cavern all the way up, they connect to the ice on top. So it looks like a like a like a like a beam that is like from the ground going to the to the cavern up, and you see all these ships going in and out from these skyscrapers, and you see these bridges that look like glass and, and, and made of like, it's, it it was something that it was really different and entering, entering this cavern, it looks like a crater, right? When you enter it, it, it looks like a crater. And then when you enter, you curve in and then you fly through this like cavern tunnel looking thing. And you, then you see the city, the bright city and it's beautiful. And the smell was like that it was like a rose with mint i remember that and the oxygen you can taste like it was like honey it was and then you felt the, the sound and, and, it, and it puts you like in a meditative state everybody at once it's similar to what happened when, when we went to ganymede and everybody starts beating the same way like everybody's heart starts going the same pattern and everybody's, into twine, everybody's in the same zone. So that, that felt really beautiful. After that, I closed my eyes. I felt my face hit the floor. And I, my body could not take it, Doc. Um, they told me that what I was feeling was so supernatural that I couldn't take it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't so i just blacked out so they put me back into the ship and they put me into this um this liquid tube i remember they put me in this liquid tube and i opened my eyes and i could breathe in this liquid but it was different it was like breathing in slow motion but you could still feel yourself in the liquid so i was breathing in slow motion inside this liquid and I call, I blacked out again, and I was back where my car was. And when I crossed the street, I turned around, and I had my phone with me, and I took a picture. Boom. They were leaving. I took another picture. Boom. I said, hell yeah, let me try to take a video. You know, I was feeling dazed up, but I was sure that I was going to take this video. So I took the video of them maneuvering by the cloud, and on ten seconds in this video, you can see how another ship flashes right by them, like flashes, and it disappears, and then they keep going up. They move up to to the clouds and they leave. So um, I know I send you that video and those pictures to share with the public. You can share, and I want like when people see this to have a meditated mind and to have to try that technique of telepathic communication to see what people receive, because they let me do this video for a reason. So I don't know what will people feel when they see this video. Remember, when you see a video is a projection of light. So it's like if you're seeing it in, in real life, you know? So it's kind of interesting.
0: Well, but, yeah, that, is, that is great. So you were able to take uh, photos and video of the craft that had picked you up and had taken you to Ganymede and to Europa and had and the Nordics had communicated with you. So you got pictures now and video. And you also took some video, you say, of the city on Europa or in that cavern in Europa, but you have to find, you have to get permission to release that. And I assume you have to get permission. Well, maybe I shouldn't say anymore (laughs) who you have to ask for permission. That's maybe a little too, uh, might get you into trouble. Okay. Anything else you want to say about um, the Nordics and the mission um, to Ganymede and Europa and what they told you about the awakening giants and Enki?
1: Um, when they started leaving, they said that they will they, they will be back. and they're they're picking up other people. I know that, and sharing this information to a lot of leaders, a lot of people that have um, a certain kind of DNA. and they're gonna start doing it more often um, to give messages to different people. They're messengers, and they they're protectors. so I, I I really want to know who are these Nordics that are picking me up. And they haven't given me their names of who they are. And, you know, I've been having this experience for a long time, but I never gave you a name of these Nordics.
0: Yeah, I remember back in 2008 when you first contacted me and told me about the three Nordic extraterrestrials on that on that ship there in, in Brazil that you met that uh they didn't tell you their names or where they were from or anything like that and you've over all these years we've just called them the nordics because they look like nordics but they haven't told you their names they haven't told you where they're from so it was kind of interesting when they started leaving i
1: felt that they were telling me you know who we are like they were telling me you know
0: who i am yeah let's see um
1: I've been having the experience with them for a long time.
0: Well, JP, I want to thank you for, for sharing that incredible mission with the Nordics. And I look forward to you telling us more about future missions with the Nordics and with uh, the U.S. military. So now two, you're, you're flying different missions for different, different groups, but they're, they're obviously working together.
1: Oh, yeah, they're totally working together they're showing technology they're showing techniques that technique I showed you actually came from the Nordics um, for telepathic communication yeah I think people should try it what I told them in this interview and they they will probably get it get it you know like it's kind of interesting well thank you JP thank you doc blessings to everybody and keep meditating and have a Love and heart.
0: You have been listening to ExoPolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Join or start a conversation in the comments. Take the time to explore the vast library of best-selling books, webinars, and podcasts by Dr. Sala. Visit ExoPoliticsToday.com